Air now has two premier cannabis dispensaries in the greater Boston area. Airback Bay is conveniently located in the heart of Boston at 827 Boylston Street across from the Prudential Center, serving adult-use customers. Or check out Air Watertown, located near Watertown Square at 48 North Beacon Street, serving medical patients and adult-use customers. Our team is eager to help you choose from a wide assortment of premium cannabis products. Join us in the air, spelled A-Y-R, in Back Bay, Watertown, or online. Please consume responsibly. This product may cause impairment and may be habit-forming. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. This product has not been analyzed or approved by the Food and Drug Administration. There is limited information on the side effects of using this product, and there may be associated health risks. Marijuana use during pregnancy and breastfeeding may pose potential harms. It is against the law to drive or operate machinery when under the influence of this product. Keep this product away from children. There may be health risks associated with the consumption of this product. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. The impairment effects of edible marijuana may be delayed by two hours or more. In case of accidental ingestion, contact Poison Control Hotline at 1-800-222-1222 or 911. This product may be illegal outside of Massachusetts. Massachusetts State License Number MR283946, MR283886, Watertown Medical License Number RMD325. Are you ready for this? Do, 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 do. It's Felger and Matt. Oh, that's stupid, my uh, God. Oh. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook on 98.5 The Sports Hub. I think it was, it's, it's such a stupid, in my view, it was just people always trying to pull us apart. And I don't think we ever even felt that with each other. We never were trying to pull each other apart. We actually were always trying to go in the same direction. And I think when we were in New England for 20 years together, you know, it's tired. They get tired of writing the same story. So, you know, once they write all the nice things and championships and this, and then they just start going, well, this works. Let's start trying to divide them. All right, let's get into this. That was quite a thing last night on the Let's Go podcast. Tom Brady and special Bill Belichick. You can already hear the cackling. Brady and Belichick were always pulling in the same direction, guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're making it up. Didn't you realize that? They were always pulling in the same direction. All right. Okay. Let's start with that. All right, it's day two. Felger and Maz at the Super Bowl. We got to pay the bills here real quick. Murray and I are in Phoenix at the Phoenix Convention Center. Our presenting sponsor this week is BostonRefunds.com. Payroll tax refund experts for small business. Our hourly sponsor today is Safety Insurance. Okay. Uh, it is a big boy Tuesday, which means Greg Bedard is back in our Town Fair Tire Studios with Maz and big boy. And the Big Boy Tuesday is brought to you by Uber Eats. Do you think Uber Eats can go get you some Bob's Big Boy mess? Oh, definitely. There's a tie-in there. Oh, yeah, they can get anything. Listen, all users of Uber Eats, here are some great promos to add to your account. Hub 25 for 25% off your next order. Hub 15 for 15% off your next order. And I don't know why you wouldn't just go Hub 25 on that. Either way. Hub Eats as well for free delivery on your next order. Add them all right now. They'll stay added to your account. Perfect to use for the big game. Taxes and fees apply. See the Uber Eats app for availability. Uh, again, we're brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook. is a presenting sponsor for Felger and Maz. 12 months a year, 365 days a year. That's it. We've paid the bills. Who wants to start? Maz, your thoughts on what you heard last night on that podcast? Oh, please. I wanted to vomit. <laughs> I wanted to vomit. Like, part of me wonders... Does Brady realize the stuff that is out there and is recorded, I was going to say on tape, but is recorded for posterity and history's sake? I plead the fifth. Huh, Jimmy, I don't know. I, 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 were we making this up for you, from the Milken Institute, what Maz just brought up? Were we making that up? I don't know if you have you it yet. Feel, 
appreciated by them and do they have the appropriate gratitude for what you have achieved? I plead the fifth. <laughs> so I so did we make that up? No, of no. course we didn't. I mean, this is classic Brady just like trying to make it, put lipstick on everything and make it nice and kiss people on the cheek. So, again, they've, they've kissed, they've made up, they're back, you know, they, they buried the hatchet, fine, whatever. Don't tell us it never happened. Holy crap, that's a new low. <laughs> Bedard? Well, I mean, first of all, I just want to say that I, I thought them talking and getting together was, it was cool. It was cool to hear them converse, especially about the football stuff. And I, and I actually wish it went on longer because you could tell Bill sort of, loosened up as it went along and they were talking about how you know he used to have to rip brady and that stuff and brady at pebble beach and when gronkowski uh jumped on like bill bill was bill for a while but then he loosened up and you just wish it kept going but i mean look the stuff about everybody else was trying to pull them apart and pit them against each other i mean it was just it's ridiculous and all i have to say is thank goodness for Tom Brady Sr. and his comments all the way along during this thing, including, you know, damn rights and all that stuff. Like, if you want to believe in unicorns and the tooth fairy and what have you, and you want to believe everything was hunky-dory between these two, go right ahead. You know, this gives you that avenue. But if you want to be in reality, Tom Brady ended up playing for the Buccaneers. Tom Brady, I mean, we can go through the whole timeline, you know, and about how Tom, even after Garoppolo was traded, Tom Brady was like after the crafts, where's my contract? Where's my security? How come, how come they're not backing me? And he never got the contract to the point where he wasn't going to go to Detroit. And then he got a contract and it was full of incentives and the Patriots, you know, announced it as a two-year deal when we all knew it was a one-year deal. They knew it was a one-year deal, but they said it was a two-year deal. I mean, you know, look, I'm glad these guys got together. They are going to whitewash this thing, and they should. You know, because really, 50 years from now, no one's going to really remember the end. They're going to remember the greatness, and this is just, you know, part of, of coming to that point for them. This all reminds me of that line from The Dark Knight. You either die a hero or live long enough to become the villain. And, and in other words, this is the first time I'm truly disappointed in Tom Brady. <laughs> you, you fraud. Uh, you fraud. You don't get to have revisionist history with this. Greg just, you know, went through the synopsis of the timeline. We all know it was said. We all know what happened. And period, point blank, you ended up playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Why? Because you were pushed out. You were mad at the end. And it is cool. Ultimately, I'm with Greg. Like, it's cool that these two got together and did this thing. But that, last night, you fraud. He's a wuss. You know, he really I, is. I, Brady uh, was doing more groveling than Bill, although Bill did a little bit of groveling. And his groveling, we'll get to later on in the program, and Bill's groveling was about how Brady wanted me to be mean to him in the meetings. Like, they, they each sort of passively, aggressively apologized in their fashion. And, you know, Brady has a lot of stuff on the record. You know, we just played you one. I plead the fifth. Or how about Jimmy real quick from his Facebook uh, special? Yeah. Well, and he's like, you have to question who you're doing this for? Remember that? Yeah. It's a big commitment. Sitting here laying here three days after the year getting my Achilles worked on on my thumb. And you go, what are we doing this for? You know, what are we doing this for? Who are we doing this for? Why are we doing this? You got to have answers to those questions. We didn't 
have to make it up. Yeah. Was that prompted by the Felger and Maz show pulling <laughs> pulling you guys apart? <laughs> no, I'm uh, you, it's like it's like you no. Know, Sorry, I looked this up. They they call this dissociative identity disorder, which means <laughs> no, which means you have a split personality. Like you, you, again, I now I'm no, 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 no. Can, can I mask? Can I cut you off though? <laughs> See, I, I don't think it's a split personality. Brady, at the end of the day, does not want to go to war with anyone or anything. It's why you got him so cheaply over the years. You, he, he does not, and it, it, it's makes him. It's it's a good quality, you know. But then again, there's also a quality that says, "Come on, man!" Like, and I, I think Beetle raised this raised this point earlier. I think he did. Uh, either way, it's a good point that. If they were really comfortable with each other, really at peace with each other, they'd be able to say at the end, yeah, man, it was a bleep show. Yeah. I couldn't stand him. He couldn't stand me. It, you know, you'd be able to be open about it if you were really okay with each other. And maybe at some point they will. But they're not there yet. And so, you know, this is where they're at. So we get sort of the, the, the half-truths and the – so Brady – I'm sorry. So Brady's just denying – what he himself and his wife put on the record. How about his wife from the same thing? Remember Giselle? You want to feel appreciated? This last two years. Yeah, I'm sorry. This last two years have been very challenging for him in so many ways. And I think he just want, you know, he, he tells me I love it so much and I just want to go to work and feel appreciated and have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Why, why wasn't he? What was going on there? Oh, it's because the Felger and Maz show and the media were pulling <laughs> them apart. It's ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, so, Mike, I didn't mean it literally a personality disorder, but that's how it comes off. Yeah. Like, holy crap. And again, not that the younger listeners would, would uh, remember, but in the 70s, there was a famous movie about a woman with a personality disorder. She had like 20 personalities. Sybil. Sybil. Right, exactly <laughs> right, Mike. So there you go. Brady, in my mind, is now Sybil. That's his name. He's now Sybil, the, the multi-personality quarterback who completely forgets all the bad crap. Jimmy, give me the follow-up. This again, this is last night on the Let's Go podcast. He had Bill Belichick on. And I will just say quickly, I agree with Greg Bedard. I listened to the whole thing. It was half an hour, uh, at, you know, right around there. And I thought it was great to have them together. I thought Bill gave you some great stuff uh, in his usual long-winded sort of rambling fashion. But I thought it was, you know, I, I, I do think it was Patriots porn. And if you're a Patriot fan, it was good stuff. I enjoyed it. I thought it was valuable. I think there was a lot of bull crap there because it gives you insight into Brady, how he just he just can't, you know, he, he just wants to come together with everybody. And that's just part of his personality, for better or worse. So I, I liked it too, but the bull crap, Jimmy, number seven, here's the rest of the answer on the media trying to pull them apart. He and I always had a great relationship, and we met all the time. And did we always see everything exactly the same way? Who does in life? You know, what close relationship can you have where everything goes, you know, like a bright, sunny day? No, there are moments that, you know, it was never intolerable. I mean, but it was always just, I would say, healthy debates about certain things. And we always talked about him face to face. And I think there's one thing I appreciate about Coach Belichick in life is he's not afraid to have a hard conversation, too. And we didn't always agree, but we always respected each other. I know he respected me for the job that I did, and I certainly did the same. And I think even when you go away from each other, you respect each other probably that much more. I certainly did because I realized the commitment that he was trying to make to get our team to win. And that's the purpose of sports is to try to go compete and win. And when you have someone that believes in winning as much as you do, you want to be a part of that. And when people try to get in the way of that, they become the enemy. 
So I always think the people that tried to drive us apart actually brought us closer together. Hmm. So were we pulling them together after the 2017, I think it was 2017, AFC title game where Brady's hand was ripped open and he came back and beat the Jaguars and Bill Belichick, Jimmy, if you could please, said this in the postgame. I mean, look, Tom did a great job and he's a tough guy. We all know that. All right. But I'm not talking about open heart surgery here. Okay. So was that, was, <laughs> that seems healthy. Was yeah. that, was that us pulling them apart or, you know, I mean, again, I, uh, <laughs> I'm talking about open heart surgery here. Good God. Or I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I could keep going, folks, if you want. This is all on the record. Brady's, I mean, uh, Jimmy Stewart's got whole long montages, if you want. We've all put this together. I don't know. Were they all pulling in the same direction at the 2014 draft, Jimmy, when Bill Belichick said this? The situation we have at quarterback, I think that we felt as an organization that we needed to uh, address that uh, to some degree in the future. So we'll see how all that works out. Uh, I think you're better off being early rather than late at that position. We know what Ryan's contract situation is. We know what Tom's agent contract situation is. I don't think you want to have one quarterback on your team. I don't think that's responsible to the entire team or the organization. Okay, so I, I don't think anyone made that up. Uh, so wow. you're better off being early rather than late. <laughs> that comment's even better than I remember. Tom's age, age and contract yeah, situation. Right. Age and age. contract situation. Maz, I thought, the, I thought the same thing. That, that crowbarring in, of age. We all know Tom's age, old. <laughs> I want him gone in contract status. We know, you know what Ryan's what? contract situation is. We know what Tom's age and contract situation is. I'll tell you, though, if you listen to that, that cut closely, I think Jimmy dubbed it. I think, it, I think, it's, a, I think it's a phony cut you, that you we made, made it up. up. We <laughs> made it up. <laughs> Tom's Asian contract situation. <laughs> Did you hear that? See, did you hear that little thing right before he said, yeah, it's, a, it's like age is jammed in there. Jimmy it's got easy, yeah. It's an easy slice. Yeah. Tom's Asian like, contract situation. Yeah, is. It's the same as me saying Tory Krug is Bobby Orr. Like right, we've exactly. got that on Sunday. Yeah, it's the same thing. All right, so Greg Bedard's in studio. Greg, uh, you know, before we hit the break here, any if, do you think this changes how we view Brady and the Patriots going forward? This kind of back to the one-day contract thing and sort of Brady returning to the fold. Do you think it makes it more likely or an indication that Brady's about to return to the fold? Or is this just a one-off between Brady and Belichick? I do think that it, it increases the chances that um, – and, and I did think that he was, he was going to have his day and things like that. I don't know about the one-day contract thing. I think he's too good for that sort of thing. But I do think that – this conversation with Belichick and how it went and, and it progressively got better as the thing went along. I, I think that it definitely makes Brady uh, more inclined to be around the Patriots a little bit more, a little sooner than maybe we thought, you know, six months ago. Okay, let's take your calls on what you heard last night. 617-779-0985 to you, Felger Maz from the Super Bowl. I think you're better off being early rather than late at that position. We know what Ryan's contract situation is. We know what Tom's Asian contract situation is. MGM is coming soon to Massachusetts. Enjoy your favorite sports like never before with a state-of-the-art app and non-stop action with dozens of betting options, including props, parlays, and much more. And with the best boosted odds specials and daily promotions in all of sports betting, BetMGM is ready to make it rain in the Bay State. No matter what your favorite sport is or how you like to bet, BetMGM has all the action you need. Plus, every time you make a wager, you'll earn BetMGM rewards that you can redeem for 
online bonuses or dining, shows, and hotel rooms at MGM Resorts properties nationwide, including MGM Springfield and many more located on the Las Vegas Strip. Massachusetts sports fans, get ready to find out why BetMGM is the king of sports books. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Massachusetts only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-327-5050 or visit GamblingHelplineMA.org in partnership with MGM Springfield. Hey, it's so here to introduce someone who made a huge impact in my life. It's Paige, owner of Awaken 180 Weight Loss. When I started Awaken 180 Weight Loss, it was from my own personal experience, my own personal journey, because for me, losing weight was so impactful. I mean, wearing different clothes was great and seeing a different number on the scale was great, but that wasn't really the real impact and that isn't what excites me, that isn't what I'm passionate about. Seeing the change in the rest of my life is what is so rewarding and hearing the stories from people who have lost 40 pounds 80 pounds with us and seeing how that has impacted their lives and their journeys and helped them increase their confidence, help them start their own businesses, help bring their families together and deepen their relationships. That's what it's all about. If you want to make this type of impact in your life, make it today at awaken180weightloss.com. Presented by BostonRefunds.com, payroll tax refund experts for small businesses on 98.5 The Sports Hub. Coach Bill Belichick, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, You and Tom went to nine Super Bowls together. You celebrated six wins, 249 victories. Can you believe his career is over? Well, uh, you know, Tom's had just a tremendous career. Um, It was funny, you know, I was out at the East-West game uh, last weekend, and, of course, you know, Tom's picture is up there everywhere as a player in the game, and, you know, along with a lot of other Hall of Famers. I think they had, like, 70 Hall of Famers played in that game or something like that. Uh, But anyway, um, so, you know, that's kind of where it all started. You know, Michigan, the Orange Bowl, the East-West game, and, 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 you know, just the greatest player, the greatest career, the great, great person. Uh, it's a, such an, an opportunity and an honor for me to, you know, to coach Tom. And uh, I, I guess, I guess it's got in at some point, um, you know, but it, it, it's the greatest one ever. So congratulations, Tom. Appreciate it. That was the very beginning thing. He was about to start crying there. Yeah. Yes. He- He's just a big softy, Maz. That bother you? Oh, God. You're big. He's a big phony. Sybil. <laughs> Why Sybil is he a Brady? phony? I don't no, think that's phony. That's real. That's cool. But, you know, so here's – I can't help but think this. This is – listening to this thing and how he comes off and how he refuses to acknowledge, the, like, how this relationship was at the end there, this is why he's going to suck on television. Right, he, exactly. He doesn't like tension. Exactly. He doesn't want to have any enemies. So I hear this, and I'm sorry. Like, I don't think it's going to work no matter how hard he tries at it because he's not going to want to publicly humiliate is how he would perceive it, talking bad about a quarterback or a bad play. He's just going to be another wooden stiff because he doesn't want to deal with any of that kind of stuff. 100%. That's yeah. why he's not He's not going to be good, Maz. Right. So, listen, but the, again, the, to me, there is a phoniness to it because part of him resents Belichick and always will. So, all of a sudden, like, I'm not telling you that he doesn't want Belichick's approval. Of course he does. It's what drove him, I think, or at least in part. For a lot of those years, but Jesus, whole happy horse crap thing of like, <laughs> you know, people pulled us or tried to drive us apart. What? What? Dude, you lived it. 
You couldn't leave him fast enough. Your father called Zoe for crying out loud. Not to mention uh, the podcast with Tom Curran. Like, let, let's let's keep a little bit of the reality in there, just a little. The, Stu, Damn right. Q, thank you. Cue up uh, Brady Sr., if you will, because you do know, Patriots fans, we made this up. <laughs> we made this up. Go ahead. Do you find a measure of vindication for your kid? Damn Whether right. Damn right. Belichick wanted him out the door, and last year he threw 56 touchdowns. I think that's a pretty good year. Do you think that Tom feels the same way? Damn right. <laughs> Damn right. They just made it up. Yeah. We made that up. Yeah. They loved each other. Unless his father was one of those people driving him apart. <laughs> Damn All right. To your phones. And uh, listen, Bedard's here, so it's a regular Bedard's stint. You want to call up on football? By all means, the real football, the anything with the Patriots in the offseason, their coaching staff, the Super Bowl coming up, whatever you want. It's all up to you. Uh, 617-779-0985. Joe in the car, lead us off. Yeah, you guys are loaded up, ready to fire back at anybody, but there's obviously going to be adversity. You're telling me you guys don't have adversity over there. Murray, you're a fraud. You, listen, you guys are absolutely correct. There, there's some type of chain pulling going on here. He's not telling the truth, but it wasn't as bad as you guys are making it out to be. That's that's the truth, which means it was wa- you Joe, are a fraud, Murray. He, it was, he ended up playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, one of the laughingstock franchises in all of professional sports. I think it was worse than we thought. Yeah. I never would have thought when we were going through the Palace queue and all the drama when he was still here. I never would have thought he would actually leave and go and play for a place like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was actually worse than we thought, Joe. And, of course, everyone has ups and downs in their relationships. I don't sit there and blame the media for making it up. Yeah. But to your point early, too, it's a a good one in that if this was a healthy relationship and everything was kind of hunky-dory at the end, then they would both sit there last night and say, you know what, there were a lot of bumps at the end there, but we worked our way through it and everything, you know, has turned out great in the end. But they can't even acknowledge that. Like, that's proof of a healthy relationship. Just saying, like, look, it's not always going to be... Well, Brady did kind of. Yeah, but still, then they turned, then he turned around and was like, yeah, but they're pulling the media was pulling us <laughs> apart and making it worse than it was. Again, dude, you ended up leaving. You left and played for one of the laughingstock franchises. So everything was fine. We made you do that. Please. I mean, Man- and, and Mike, just quickly, that's also what made it so unique because it happens in every relationship, particularly ones that are highly successful, right? You're going to butt heads, but are you going to stick around? Are you going to fight through it? And are you going to stay together? And are you going to win? Right? Like that, that is what the challenge is. And that, I give them credit for that part of it. But at the end of the day, Brady gave him a finger and walked out the door. Well, listen, you know, Joe or anyone who feels this way, that it was media driven, that we overinflated it, that we exaggerated. If you believe that, and that's, you know, fine, you can believe it. That w- then I would be pissed at the Patriots. I, if, if, if you really believe the media drove it apart and was exaggerated, then what I would say is, wait a minute, you blew up the greatest team in the history of pro sports because of what people were saying about you in the media? That's ridiculous. Yeah, right. That's My- how it... Y- y- this ended because of Felger and Maz or Seth Wickersham? That's why That's why we didn't get a seventh championship? Mike, I thought they ignore the noise down there. I thought that's the <laughs> exactly. sign when they walk in the building, and that's part of why they became six-time Super Bowl champions. I no, it turns out it was... That's what we were told. It was absorbed the noise. So, but it's, so it's, you only really have two choices, Patriots fans. Really only two. One, 
what Brady and Belichick did last night was bullcrap, you know, whitewashing the truth, or two, they're telling the truth, and then they broke up for just the absolute worst reason you could possibly imagine. What someone said about you in Sports Illustrated or on the Sports Hub, that's why they broke up? <laughs> that's the weakest thing I ever heard. The greatest team in the history of pro sports breaks up because of squeaky mass? <laughs> that's horrible. So pick what, pick them. Uh, Mike, I, if they believe that, if they believe that, you know, everything was hunky-dory, everything was fine, they got along until the end, why did Brady end up in Tampa? I mean, What's the reason? <laughs> I don't think we made that up. He was uh, in that. Be better off being early rather than late at that position. We know what Ryan's contract situation is. We know what Tom's age and contract situation is. Age and contract situation. He was, I think he was 36 at the yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mary Manchester, your thoughts. Uh, Jimmy, I jammed up here. Go ahead, Mary. Hi. Hi. Hi, Mike. Hi, guys. Um, I don't know what that prior caller was talking about. It was absolutely as, as bad as we thought it was. I mean, there was no question that they were, you know, at, at, at each other at the whole time at the end. Um, but I am very glad that they got together and this reconciliation happened. But my biggest takeaway from, from the podcast was I thought that Belichick was delighted to be there and being asked because I think that, you know, he hasn't ignored the noise of what's been going on in New England this past year, and he's received so much criticism. And I think he was actually happy to have someone like Brady reach out to him and appear on this or, or you know, speak on this and have the praise from Brady because of all the criticism that he's gotten this past year. Mary, excellent point. Excellent point. I think it's definitely a part of it. Yep, I agree. Go ahead, Mass. No, he benefited from it. Bill benefited from it. It's probably why he wanted to do it. Like, you know, there was this whole, this softer side of Bill and Brady sitting there and starts stroking him back and how great a coach he is, you know, at a time when he's been 500 since Brady walked out the door. All of it. Bill benefited from it. Bill's been taking some real shots recently. It's been, a uh, you know, a rough off season for him in some regards in that, uh, well, you know, again, his his master plan with the offensive coaching staff blew up in his face. They had to have an offensive co- uh, coordinator sort of brought in to uh, salvage the thing. He hasn't said one word. He's been, you know, just getting beat up from pillar to post. And last night, he gets to be the good guy. You know, he gets yeah. to be the good guy and have some positive vibes and some positive headlines. And He I, could use it. Yeah, I think he could use it. And I think he took advantage of it. And that doesn't mean that... You know, that, um, you know, I, again, I think Brady did more groveling last night than Bill. I, I, I thought Bill, for the most part, kept it real and sort of accentuated what Brady did well and what he appreciated about him. And, and we'll play you some of that sound coming up. I think Bill needed a good day in the court of public opinion. And that gave it to him last night. Mary's right about that. How about Nancy and Lowell? Hi, Nancy. Hi, guys. I'm calling because I agree with Joe in the Joe in the car. And sorry, Mary. But um, I think there's so much hype. You guys hype up Brady and Belichick's relationship. You've done it since Brady joined the team. And as a New England fan for about 40 years or longer, I'm a little tired of hearing about that dispute. And I think well, you're there at the, in Arizona to be talking about the Super Bowl. And I think you should leave Brady and Belichick alone. Okay, Nancy. Well, I, are you still there? Yes, I'm here. So then aren't you aggravated with those two that they didn't they weren't able to make it work longer if it was just media you know if if the media was just making it up why didn't they stick it out aren't you disappointed well, that the they media weren't able wasn't to stick it up making it up but they were hyping it up 
This is what I'm saying. That shit may have been going on. Excuse my language. <laughs> but you guys, you know, you type everything up, every negative, not only for the, the Pats, but for the Celtics and for the Bruins. And I understand you need to have the diversity in your, your talk show there, but it gets a little annoying. You know, Brady okay. was a fantastic player. And Belichick, he's the He's a great coach. That's all I'm saying. And okay, I, I got you, Nancy. Thank you. That's the regional way we usually deal with problems in our families. You know, big problems are, has arisen. Bury it and bury the shovel. We'll just ignore well, it. <laughs> so fine. Like we, we hype things up, and we can be negative and, yes, and Please sensational. All, all that's true. But if you're telling me that's why they broke up, as Brady was claiming last night. That's pathetic, then. Then that's pathetic on them. Yeah. That's why you broke up? That's why you didn't stick together? Because the media hyped up your problems that's that's ridiculous yeah, that's speak- a hor- horrible reason to break up man oh, totally no and speak for yourself i'm not negative <laughs> All right. uh three up three down super bowl edition with bedard right after the update the safety of your loved ones has never been more important that's why safety insurance offers the drive with safety app which gives you the ability to monitor driving habits that will help improve the performance of every driver in the family plus save five percent on your auto policy ask an independent agent about safety insurance we'll help you manage life's storms covering all the excitement of radio row it's felger and mass presented by bostonrefunds.com payroll tax refund experts for small businesses on boston's home for sports 98.5 the sports hub and now it's time for three up. touchdown patriots two big throws on this drive by mac jones your quarterback what a throw on the skinny i'll take more of this please three down put a jacket on him you don't want to be out here sit him down with greg bedard from bostonsportsjournal.com three up i know you're very results oriented i get that three down it's a fail all around fail 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 on belger and mass on 98.5 the sports hub all right, it's time for three up, three down with Greg Bedard. It's presented by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Enjoy the game with a triple distilled, triple cast matured, and triple blended Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. When it's game time, it's Tully time. So obviously there's been no Patriots game for a while. I thought what we would do is three up, three down for the upcoming Super Bowl. And you can really do with this, Greg and Maz, uh, Murray, whatever you want. Like the three best players, the three worst players, the, your three favorite players, your three least favorite players. You know, you can play with it however you want, big fella. So if I just said three up, your number one uh, up, number one star for this upcoming Super Bowl, who would it be? So I went with my favorite players and sort of least favorite that I think, you know, they could make some big mistakes in this game. My favorite player uh, in this game is Patrick Mahomes. I just think he's he's sensational. We'll see how the ankle is. But he is he's really the only reason why Kansas City should have a chance in this game because the Eagles are the better team overall both lines all that stuff but Mahomes just being great and elevating everybody else that's the only reason why the Chiefs have a chance in this game I I go Chris Jones I just think that that guy is a freaking wrecking machine I he is he was awesome in the AFC championship game he's had some injuries and misses time from time to time but every time I see him on the field he is an absolute game wrecker I love him Hey, Mahomes is my number one. I, like, I'm with Greg on this because I think the Eagles are the more complete team. They're definitely you know, stronger up front defensively, so they could harass them. So if the Chiefs are going to pull this off like I think they are, it's going to be about Patrick Mahomes. Okay, number two there, Greg. Joe Tooney, my guy Joe. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I miss so you. Joe. I love watching his film, even in Kansas City. I love you, Joe. Have a great game. 
You, why do you love watching Joe Tooney's film? Because he is technically sound. He isn't the most athletic guy. He isn't the strongest guy. He is just, thanks to Skarnecchia and what he did to, with him here, he is just one of the technolo- technologically advanced offensive linemen in the game. Uh, A.J. Brown. I just think that he really changed the Eagles. And he's the kind of receiver I like, not just because of the big plays and the touchdowns. He's tough. He's strong. Like, to me, he's got all the tools. I think he's perfect for Philadelphia and the way they play because he's not just one of these guys that, you know, like Devontae Smith I look at and I say, he feels like a soft player. It's fine. You know, it's a good compliment. But that team changed when they get A.J. Brown. The outside linebacker for the Eagles, who I thought was a menace in the NFC Championship game, that's Hassan Reddick. You remember in 2015, the Super Bowl, Carolina and Denver, Coney Ealy had like five sacks, and if Carolina won that game, he was going to be the MVP. If the Eagles win, I think that Reddick's going to have one of those type of games. Okay, again, back on Chris Jones, I just wanted to look it up in 2016. He was a second-round pick of the Chiefs in 2016. I want to know, like, who you took. You know, who you, who you took. You passed on Chris Jones in favor of who in 2016. And then I just, you know, I guess it slipped my mind. Your first-round pick, number 29 overall, would have been selection forfeited. Cheating. Oh. Ah. <laughs> Which one was that? Was that the football cheating? or the, I, it, There's that so many. The I get, it always, I always lose track. Yeah. There's, there's been so many. <laughs> so, Amy, you, could, you had a chance at Chris Jones, but you cheated again, and so you didn't have a chance to draft him. All right, uh, number three star there, Greg. Chris Jones. He's just been one of my favorite players to watch on film. Over the years, he's he's incredibly strong. He anchors the middle. I think the Eagles are going to take care of him and neutralize him. The Patriots have done a good job, for the most part, against him in the past. Uh, so, I mean, Chris Jones has to have a huge game for the Chiefs to win this game. He is, can I just say quickly on him, I, I don't know how big he is. How he Whatever they list him as, he's bigger. <laughs> like, he's listed yeah. as 6'6". Six, six. He looks like he's 6'8". He just looks like a giant. My third one's Mahomes. You can't do this list without having Mahomes in there. He's great to watch. He's great entertainment. You know, he's creative. He's athletic. He's smart. He's got a strong arm. There's just really nothing to dislike about that guy. Darius Slay, the cornerback for the Eagles. Again, I think if the Eagles are going to win, it's going to be based on their defense. And I just like Slay because he hates Matt Patricia. <laughs> so, Greg, you know, it, it just your tone feels like you think the Eagles are better up front on both sides of the ball, the better all-around roster and football team. Yet your three stars were the Chiefs quarterback, a Chiefs offensive lineman, and a Chiefs defensive lineman. What can I say? I like, I like watching those guys play. I mean, I just think, look, the Eagles are the better team. I mean, they have they, – their offensive line is incredible. They're big. They're physical. They can play different styles. Like they can, you know, maul you to death, or they can pull Kelsey, you know, on a on a little power run there and get big yards. And I also think that they have more ways to beat you offensively overall than the Chiefs do. But I, I do have a lot of faith in Steve Spagnolo, and I think he's he's going to have something for the Eagles in this game. And okay. I think it's going to trip them up. Your three least favorite players. Number one, least favorite player. So Chiefs uh, rookie safety, Brian Cook. Uh, number six, you will see him out there. He, he he made a play in the last game, but he's always – it always seems like he's close to giving up a huge play. For the Chiefs to win this game, they are going to first have to stop the, the Eagles running game. If the Eagles go for over 200 yards, forget it. It's over. It might be a blowout. They're going to have to drop – they're going to have to play multiple safeties. They're going to have to drop Cook into the box – I think they're going to target him. If he gives up big plays, forget it. It's over. 
Devontae Smith. I already said this. I, there's, I just don't like those slight, fast receivers who can't take a hit. And I feel like he can't take a hit. Maybe he can. Maybe I'm making that up. I don't know. Something about his game. And I look at him. He's so slight. Like, he's Bambi. You know, huh. he's, he's Bambi in a game played by dinosaurs. And I mean, in terms of their size and strength. And I, I just, I, I look at him and I feel like he's going to break in half. I don't like his game at all. I promise this isn't pandering, but he does bother me. Travis Kelsey, hell of a player, but just his whole attitude bothers the hell out of me. Number two, Bedard. Chiefs left tackle Orlando Brown. I think he's entirely overrated. I don't think he's a left tackle. I think he's a right tackle. He was not good in the AFC championship game. And uh, I know some Patriots fans have talked to He's a free agent about signing him. There's no way I'm giving that guy 25 or $30 million a year to be a left tackle. Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, the freaking guy's an industrial jackhammer. Massive tool series. He's a massive, massive tool bag. If he's not the biggest tool, then number two for me is the Eagles coach, Nick Sirianni. Like, fanboy nonsense with this guy. It's great that, good for him that he's got here. I, mean, I thought he was going to be a complete disaster with that opening press conference a few years ago. But the wearing, like, anti-Cowboy shirts when they're going to the Cowboys game. He's just like a fanboy guy. It bothers me. Number three, Greg, least favorite player in the Super Bowl. Eagles safety, Marcus Epps, uh, number 22. If, if the Chiefs get off offensively, they are going to target Epps. He is by far the worst player on the Eagles' defense. And... Uh, I expect them to go after him. Jalen Hurts, something about him bugs the crap out of me. And I, I have not figured it out. But this thing like, you know, after every game, he takes off his shirt and he walks off like he, he feels like he's got a flex for the crowd. The, guy, the guy's ripped. Okay, he's ripped. I mean, he's built like a linebacker. It bugs me. Put it away, pal. Put it so, away. Zip it up and put it away. <laughs> Number three for me is also Jalen Hurts, who I'm actually kind of rooting for. I think he's the most likable player on the Eagles. But what bothers me, watch when he takes the snap. I don't know if you've noticed this. It looks like he's, like, trying to drop a deuce. He gets real low. <laughs> no, it's like the way he, like, pops a squat to take the snap. I'm like, what are you doing? You're too low. It drives me crazy. <laughs> now there's some football analysis yeah. <laughs> for you right there. All right, three up, three down in the books. You can weigh in on the game. You can weigh in on anything that's a, a sort of annoying at you with the Patriots. All that great Brady Belichick sound from last night. We'll continue to cycle through it. And Greg Bedard has some thoughts on the Patriots coaching staff as it is currently developing. We'll do that with your calls at 617-779-0985. Right back to you in our long commercial-free segment next. Hey, stay tuned for more Felger and Maz, okay? Thanks. From Phoenix, Arizona, it's Radio Row Week coverage with Felger and Mass. Presented by BostonRefunds.com. Payroll tax refund experts for small businesses on Boston's Home for Sports. 98.5 The Sports Hub. So, Tom, as time goes on, you guys become tied together. Mm -hmm. You can't say Brady without thinking Belichick. You can't say Belichick without thinking Brady. And, and this has gone on in sports, but usually it's with rivals. Usually it's Ollie and Frazier. Um, Wilt and Russell. Uh, you have it a little bit uh, sometimes. Kobe and Shaq, their teammates. Uh, sometimes you also have it, Lombardi and Star. But when your name becomes so tied to your duo, your partner, what's that like? What's that like for you and also for you, Coach Belichick, that you guys are now intertwined so much because of your accomplishment, your excellence, and your achievement, and the goals that you obtain will never be duplicated? I think for me, there's nobody I'd rather be associated with. And I think that from my standpoint, I think it's always such a stupid conversation to say, you know, Brady versus Belichick, because in my mind, that's not what partnerships are about. Coach couldn't play quarterback and I couldn't coach. And I think the best part about 
the best part about football is, and the coach says it a lot, do your job. And he asked me to play quarterback. He didn't ask me to coach. And, you know, I didn't want him playing quarterback. I just wanted him to coach. <laughs> I'd seen him throw, so he definitely wasn't playing quarterback. The cackling of Jim Gray. What the hell's Jim just... Gray getting so giddy about? He's just... I, just, I just like hearing him talk. <laughs> He's <laughs> such a freaking creep. <laughs> tell, tell him talk. <laughs> Des- destroy the na- destroy the narrative. <laughs> no, I would I wouldn't want to play for anybody else until the end. Then I wanted to get out of there because I wanted to hit him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a uh, couple calls before we get Greg's the latest thoughts on the Patriots um, coaching staff. Uh, how about Pat in North Brookfield? Go ahead, Pat. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, Pat. Go ahead. Uh, listen, a couple of things I think we can all agree on is that, one, Jim Gray sucks. And the other thing is that, you know, what Brady accomplished and the age and all of the stats, it is nothing short of a miracle. But for the last 10 years, everybody every year has been saying, he can't keep doing this. It's over. It's over. And I'm sure Belichick felt the same way. You guys have said tons of times about how, yeah, Belichick, uh, Brady can't keep coming back. He's over. He's too old. He's too old. And yet he went on 10 more years. No, that's true. So what's the point? The point is is that, you know, Matt's sitting there going, well, they need to hold a grudge. And, you know, know, Matt, I'm sure you're still holding a grudge from the kids that picked on you in high school. Definitely. I mean, it's it's got (laughs) to go away at some point. Uh, okay, and I know it will go away at some point. And maybe it's largely gone away now because Brady isn't willing to stay in that place. And, and that's just Brady's personality. But that doesn't mean it didn't exist. Yeah, right. But the whole point, so what he's trying to say that no one thought Brady could keep doing it, so Belichick thought he couldn't keep doing it, which is true. We were all wrong. Yeah, and how did that make Tom feel at the time? And the, he, he was fine with it, how he felt, any negative feelings that was us putting that on him. By the way, when Belichick, we play it now, the thing about Tom's age and contract situation, I did not think Belichick was being unreasonable. I thought he was being smart. Me too. And I still think he was. Brady has defied the odds. No one's done what he's done at his age. So the, the Patriots just went on the existing actuarial tables, if that's even the word, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And they just, they were smart to get out ahead of it. So, you know, I'm not bagging on Bill for doing that at the time. I agreed with him at the time. I still agree with him at the time. If you have an old quarterback, draft the next one. I absolutely believe in that. I mean, historically speaking, they were heading into uncharted territory with that guy at that age, at that position. The point I'm dri- trying to drive home to, the, to you, Boston, is if you think we're making it up, you know, we're not. We, we just followed their lead. We, it, it wasn't made up how Brady felt. And and how and how it ended. That 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 that's not fiction. That was fact. Uh, Jeff in New Hampshire. Go ahead, Jeff. Murray, you're such a wiener, dude. I I, I hate the cake of he went. Oh, he went to that suck bag franchise, the, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, are they run by a bunch of morons? Yes. Is their coach a moron? Yes. With that being said, they had a good enough defense to win a championship. Not great by any means. He had a couple weapons over there, better than he had here. He had Mike Evans. He had Godwin. He got Gronk to come back to the warm weather. Let's not act like he he went to the Lions or the Texans. He went to the warm weather. He went somewhere. He had a couple pieces. Clearly, they were good enough to win. 
Just because they're run by a bunch of morons over there doesn't mean he went to this crazy suck bag franchise that blah blah that was gonna go like two and sixteen. Well, what was the record the year before he got there? Seven and nine. I believe. Seven and nine. And then they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and again, the, the callers. And I mean, go ahead, go ahead Matt. I was gonna say, it's historically speaking, the team would be Bucks. It's trash. Oh, the, a joke. They were a joke before he got there, and they're going to go immediately back to being a joke now that he's gone. Didn't we look this up? They had the lowest winning percentage of any franchise in sports. Yes, in pro sports. Okay, so like, yes. so with all due respect, at the time, yeah, there were some talented players there, but the reputation of the franchise is of a freaking doormat. <laughs> That's what the reputation of the franchise is. Let's not, let's not change that story either. Jamie, well, we, we fought we fought this battle during that whole run, and I I agree with Jeff not just about the Murray's and Weenie part, um, but <laughs> but I, look the Brady chose wisely. It it was really his only choice. But the Bucks were on the come. I mean they they were a young team going someplace, and he definitely gave them an added boost. But you know it wasn't like going to the Lions. I mean it wasn't they they weren't completely. Uh, it wasn't a bear cupboard. They had talent there. They had a good direction. The offense was pretty good. But definitely, I mean, Brady put them up over the top. There's no doubt about that. Sully in Portland, go ahead on the Super Bowl coming up. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, just a weenie, that's for sure. Um, all I got to say is, uh, my question is, who do you think is going to be the biggest loser in this all? Is Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, Greg, yeah, Greg I'll let you answer that question. Who's got more to lose? I think Hertz does. I mean, I think uh, Mahomes with uh, everybody's talking about how the Eagles are the better overall team. They are. Um, you know, how many opportunities is Hertz going to get like this with this type of team around him while he's on his rookie deal? Uh, Mahomes is, you know, he's already won his title. Yes, he needs to get the second one, and I hope he gets it because I think it makes for a better story, especially around here. Uh, but if he doesn't win it, you know, we're just going to say they, the the Chiefs didn't have enough. The Eagles struck while the iron was hot, had really good timing, and were a really good team at this point in time. Okay. I, I think it's Mahomes. Me too. I, I think the opposite. And the reason I say that is, you know, we don't really know what Jalen Hurts is yet. And I know what you mean, Greg, like in terms of being able to get his ring, this might be the only shot he's got. Right. You never know. But if Mahomes loses, then I think that that's going to mean he didn't play well. He will have played badly in all three Super Bowls. Now, he pulled out the one against the Niners at the end and made some big plays. But he'll also be one and two, and all of a sudden everyone will go, oof, he'd been to three, but he lost two of them. Like, that leaves a little bit of a mark. That's one you got to overcome. Yeah, where's your goat talk now? Yeah, this is why. I think Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, you know, definitely. He's, he's better, so he's got more to lose. Uh, Murray with an update here. 90 seconds, no commercials. And we're right back. Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk is supposed to join us. Greg Bedard is still here on a Big Boy Tuesday. This hour of the program has been brought to you by Safety Insurance. Our presenting sponsor this week is BostonRefunds.com, payroll tax refund experts for small businesses. Update, no commercials, right back.